Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Record Breakers, a music podcast where a group of friends gather together to share music with each other, an album at a time, like a little book club for music. I'm Petey Rave, uh, your resident garbage shark. Uh, Here with me is my team, my squad, my crew, uh, my my quorum. Uh, We've got David. On this episode, everybody, I am completely lucid. Mm-hmm. We've got Matt. Uh, I guess I should have taken some drugs to balance us out. How many? Three? One. Three. three. Between one and three. Yeah. A prime number of drugs. Yes. And we've got Brett. And I've got three different kinds of drugs. Now they're like, you know, Afrin and like, Flonase and some eye drops, but you know, drugs, drugs are drugs. Drugs is drugs, man. Drugs That's is drugs. right. Um, we're here to talk about music. We're here to talk about an album, uh, and we're excited. Uh, the album being provided is being provided by David. David, what what have you brought for the group this week? Well, just for the record, the only reason I'm lucid this episode is because it is my album. I have brought an album. Wait that. till next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that depends on what Brett is bringing, everybody. Uh, this album I discovered just making my way through the various internet forums and quandaries for the world of progressive rock and art rock. And this is a band from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, they actually met at Lee Berkeley School of Music. No, I am not talking about Dream Theater. Plot twist. Uh, oh. Swerve. This or Kevin actually... Eubanks of the Tonight Show Band. <laughs> That's... <laughs> also, uh, Ben Levin and Courtney Swain, uh, they met at the school in 2009, and they formed a little group that they call Bent Knee, which puts their names together, Ben and Courtney Bent Knee. Oh. And this is their fifth album, I believe. It's either their fifth or their third. I'm not sure. Uh, from 2019, and it is entitled, You Know What They Mean. Mm-hmm. Matt. Uh, what were your expectations coming into this album? Well, uh, last time I thought David said it was a prog metal album. And I think he actually said he found it on the prog metal subreddit. And so I was going on that assumption for my first listen through. Uh, and so I figured there's probably like an 80% chance it's a concept album. Uh, there'd be a lot of guitar middly me's uh good playing and weird time signatures and there was also a bit of dread for me because metal while i certainly appreciate it it does not particularly appeal to me in general mm-hmm. uh brett what were your expectations coming into this oh well i paid less attention but had a, b- a bunch of assumptions that i made about what this would be um and like even if you know, I, I, I figured there was going to be something proggy about it. And I knew that it was something that was modern because it's, a, you know, a newish album. Um, but other than that, like, you know, I, I, I will struggle to describe this album after listening to it a bunch. So having it described to me, I can't really, you know, hold that to a you know, high standard. Yeah, I think we were all expecting 
something prog rock uh like uh but i don't know if we were really prepared at all for for what we got uh david how would you describe this album musically I would describe this because on my last few picks on Record Breakers, I've been going through what people are calling the post-genre phase. Uh, I'm in a post-genre phase. I'm in a genre-fluid phase where your typical standard musical conventions are all just kind of being mixed and melded together into a, a soupy stew. And I think that to a certain degree... Uh, Bettany really falls into that right now with this album. Uh, there are a myriad of things happening uh, put together by some really creative and talented people. And it's a bit challenging. It's a bit rocky, but not totally aggro. Or my, yeah. And it's, it's all over the place. Maybe not completely accessible. But that's really what I love sinking into more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, how would you describe this album musically? Uh, it, first, um, there was this whole kind of I couldn't quite tell if it was a more of a rehearsal or a recording or a concert vibe to it. There were certain tracks that kind of put that across. Um, which kind of made me mad when I, I've been rehearsing with a band and there's a metal band next door. And once that bass kicks in, you're like, holy shit. It just yeah, vibrates awesome, your skull. It? It's yeah, you're like, yeah. Yeah, awesome. I love not being able to hear the Feel music it I'm down playing. In, right. Feel it down in your snare. diaphragm. Yeah. Yeah. diaphragm snare from the other sphincter. room. <sighs> but other than that, uh, it had dynamics, which was nice uh, because... Uh, the last metal album we I was on for, uh, even the new and improved version with dynamics, it was kind of audio dynamics, but not musical dynamics. And this was had that both. Death Magnetic, Matt? Was yeah. that Death Magnetic? Death, yeah, yeah. It was like that one. There was one album that went lower than all the others but this one it's like okay, there's some give and take, there's some breathing room, which I really liked. And Again, going back to the fact that I thought it was going to be more prog metal, it was a lot poppier than I was expecting in certain regards, especially the vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, Brett, how would you describe this album musically? Uh, musically, it is. It has the. There are things that are done to the audio that make me feel weird on this album. Um, there are a lot of effects that are used for, I, you know, we would obviously assume for artistic effect because they're musicians of skill. Like, they didn't accidentally decide that they were going to, like, make Brett wonder whether or not his headphones were broken because the, mi- the mix was weird and uh, kind of sounded like uh, th- there was a lot of uh, mud that they put in, like, tape warble, like some, like some clipping artistic use of like a blown speaker sound it was uh it was you know but then like uh, it's completely different than that like you know there's vocals that are doing the vocal gymnastics and drums that are doing drum things but drum things that are a little bit more advanced than drum things i can follow so it's got this level of advanced like of beat that uh, i found 
pretty it was it was it was something that you know you're not going to sit down and tap your toe to unless you are tapping both your toes and you're good at doing that yeah. um and but yeah it's not That's like some rhythms children yeah it, it's this isn't the this isn't going to have like fun hooks that and earworms that you know make you want to party all the time party all the time it's it's a little deeper than that um the, but like uh, a band that I brought on this podcast covered that song not long ago. Yeah. yeah. I mean, of songs to cover. Yeah. I mean, it's that and booty in your butt, like, yeah. you know, booty like, in your butt, yeah. which is another song that showed up today without uh, <laughs> my life. Booty in your butt showing up. But yeah, like this is back to the album. Uh, there, there is a, this is an artistic a lot, a lot of artistic uh, discretion thrown around on this album, and it is sort of uh, in between genres as far as my vocabulary is good for. But like it, it, it definitely was going for something, and a lot of different somethings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, it, it's it's music that that felt cool. I, I have to say, I I, def, I found myself hooked uh with it a lot uh it it was fun for me to listen to it, it yeah it is more complex but i did have moments where actually i kind of was like feeling it and you know like kind of like hooky moments and there were there were, especially early on the album uh but yeah it is it is cool and weird and musically diverse in a really great way um it, it has a really great diverse sound it defies expectations of what you what you expect it's gonna go you know zigs when you when you think it's gonna zag uh i couldn't help being completely transfixed by by the the cool like tones that they were doing with like the guitars the drums were really cool the like all the other stuff that they were doing, like a layering and some effects and some sound effects, which are really cool. Um, and think at the but at the center of it all, uh, Courtney Swain's vocals, uh, her voice is just undeniable. Like her voice is captive. Was just captivated me. Uh, it, it was it was really cool, and she has really great control of her voice, and she does really cool, fun things that uh do right by the emotion and tone of the songs um and yeah and i just it just i just found myself really just moment to moment just like could not help but just feel good like about like just having this like whether it was playing in my car uh because it was just like doing fun things and doing cool things just moment to moment song from song to song uh that just just like led me on a really cool ride um yeah overall so but speaking of moment to moment and song to song uh the key tracks david what would be some of the key tracks that you would zero in on uh, I'm going to take what Brett said about this not having any earworms and disagree because my traditional earworms, Mister, I've got a fantastic palate. Like, no, it, 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 it you know, like, you know, I, it, I, I didn't say just because it wasn't a hook, you're earworming. That, that was not qualitative. That was but, just. But I've, know. I've got one. I've got one. And this is my personal earworm of 2020 so far, and that is "Give Us the Gold." Uh, I've had that song in its wonderful chorus 
on repeat for like the last month and a half. Uh, that was the song that inspired me to bring this album onto this podcast. Uh, and it finishes in a real chaotic place where Courtney Swain is screaming the hook and then it just stops and it's it's really exciting uh cradle of rocks uh this is the song that might be a little bit more palatable uh if there were a radio single this would probably be the one and there's some weirdness in the instrumental parts that still shows that this might be a bit more of a palatable song but they're they're still going places and they're still taking you places Catch Light, uh, the notes that I wrote for this one are, I just like it, and that was it. Uh, and lastly, Garbage Shark, I think is the song that will lull people in with a false sense of security, and then sweep the rug out from under you, and I love those kinds of dynamics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Uh, Bone rain, Rage, not Range. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I'll start by saying Lansing is the first track. Again, it lulled me into, uh, you know, it's a just a bunch of talking, basically. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is totally a, a concept album. Uh, this is a prog metal concept album. And here's setting up the concept and then... Uh, track two, Bone Rage. Uh, I was like, yep, it's loud and in your face. And then uh, from there, it quickly became not all that all the time, which was, again, I liked. Uh, Bird Song. I think this was this one really exemplified the kind of stereotypical, in my mind, breathy pop vocals, uh, which I'm not crazy about personally but uh catch light i really liked this one like i kind of found myself yeah i'm grooving to this uh because i you know i put it on in the background and i'm like oh yeah what's this one that that was it uh, and so that yeah um brett what would be some of the key tracks for you uh bone rage we've all been there um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, uh, the, I press, the, the I press vocals. two on my keyboard and that activates bone rage, but it's on like a That's right. 15 second cooldown. What's down. the cooldown? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seek a doctor if it lasts for more than four hours. That's right. You know, sometimes you chew something, who knows what color it is and, uh, you've got bone rage. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, uh, the, the opening with, uh, with like noise, loud clipping um right after you know the 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 like oh everybody's moving furniture around and talking type opening hey guys track. i just want to thank you all for coming to our show hey, make sure to, to tip the wait staff you kind of yeah. yeah it's it's like we got you know, a cd I'm for sale i had a t-shirt you know Black go gray. go check out mike in the back he's got our merch love you mike um but yeah so uh uh hold me in at the two minute and 28 second mark there is the groan of a dying zombie man from doom um that's noteworthy at least in my my ears tell me that good catch uh the cradle of rock um you know it, it, like 
Deej was saying, this is probably the most um, palatable. Like, uh, it would be the radio single. It kind of has a chorus that has, like, the... the. It's kind of put together like a killer song um, <laughs> in, in the chorus, but only yeah. in the chorus. Um, if you want to know what I'm talking about, listen to the killer's first album and that with the synth and the, and the drum beat and the, yeah. Um, and the vocals that go places, but not as much as this, uh, and birdsong. Um, yes, it's the breathy piano vocal, uh, thing, but there's like it, it at some time, at, at some points, it sounds like the vocals or a recording on a tape that was played by a Mellotron. And then that Mellotron recording was recorded onto a, like a, a Memorex cassette tape that was kind of crinkled. Um, and that was, I love this. I, I like, love it. I mean, it, I, I, I don't have the specific. Well, it, it's like, but it's only the, the use of effects are, are by our single track effects only. So like it, it's always weird. Like when, when there's like a, a I, that, that was what kept me from second guessing myself because I'm like it, everything else is kind of like on, when I hear an effect, I'm always like, is it, is it everything? Are the drums even getting the effect on it? Or is it just like the, the with this, like I, I was kind of uh, second guessing myself because it is one of those weird albums. Like, you know, it, there, there are, I did not know, like they could gotten away with doing all kinds of crazy stuff because they did do crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, the, like the, this, this album goes from like straight up, like, you know, the, the, the quiet start to the, to the very loud till, uh, to, you know, all the way to a piano ballad ish type, almost breathy, uh, indie. So it, it had that like indie vocal thing going, but it had more than just a talking drone. It was weird. Yeah. This thing had this thing, this album does this thing, this album does things that make me want to figure out what people call things these days in music. <laughs> but I yeah. need more vocabulary. Yeah. It's like, I need to study. Um, <laughs> blow when they make I have what enough they stuff I'm not studying already. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I know what a boodle deedle do is. I've studied the boodle deedle do yeah. for years. I, I need to figure out what other noises that I make with my mouth. I yeah. know the heavy metal saxophone guys. That's an- enough, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Um, well, there's heavy metal violin on here too. Yes. So yes. it's like, you know, don't forget about that. Yeah. Got to bring the strings. Uh, yeah. It, it, we get into some of these tracks. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll want, you know, the cooldown is up. So I'll once again, activate bone rage. Um, it's an AOE. So it's, it's useful to, to have early on. Um, bone rage is really captivating, especially for, you know, the, like the, the vocals captivate right away. Um, and it's really concussive, uh, you know everything that everybody talk about. But it's, it's nice and concussive and like impactful in, in a really great way, um, and it catches your attention. I think another track I would uh, like highlight is Egg Replacer, uh, just because like it goes like that one. If we're talking about dynamic, that one quiet, loud, quiet, loud. You know, uh, yeah. the ultimate dynamics on that one in that one really does that well um yeah and yeah, C- a cradle of rocks uh it, that one gave me and that one was the most palatable one uh that one gave me almost like 70s rock feels uh like i i kept thinking i'm i don't know if this is accurate but for some reason fleetwood mac came to mind 
uh just in like in like something of the structure especially when it came like landed at the the hook uh there was moments that just kind of like there were certain like little moments and little parts especially when it lands at the like the at the at this crescendo or whatever the we want to use the word um that kind of reminded me of like 70s rock and uh in in a lot of ways uh yeah i think uh the and of course the garbage shark uh and golden hour combo i think if we wanted to like call it garbage shark is a really cool track but followed up by golden hour does a really great like feel and combo to it uh together um yeah let's bring it back around the horn talk about some conclusive thoughts uh matt at the end of the day what what is your conclusion on this album as a whole overall i think i like it uh i don't see it making its way into my itunes library per se which is always kind of my personal litmus test but like there were definitely a lot of songs on this that i like i could get into and i think with time i could get into even more of them and appreciate all of them a little more Uh, i don't know if i like it at this point uh to put that kind of effort into it uh but but overall it was a really interesting album and i had a lot of as brett was talking about a lot of interesting effects like on on cradle of rocks uh there's the guitar at one point uh is sounds like uh something that i'm trying to troubleshoot with an amplifier i currently own and uh with, does it with just compress sort of, <laughs> so much that it makes that it that that com- one little piece of tone and yeah. just that it, yeah. it's it's bad it's the compression distortion either a blown speaker or a blown power transistor yeah yeah um Brett what, how would you conclude on this album at the end of the day I mean hey make your art this is obviously an album that was not made to appeal to the widest audience possible um there's obviously a ton of effort that went into this because you know they there's a lot going on here and you know for as as much as the the vocals go where they go you don't hear like there's not laziness on display here um this is not something i would usually listen to um you know maybe it'll grow on me as i have more time but like I'm I'm glad that I, I like I say this every time, but I'm glad I know this exists because I had no idea that people were making music like this specifically in 2019. So like, you know, overall, like I I wasn't mad at this album. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely different. I I not only wasn't mad, I was delighted by this album. This is different in a lot of really cool ways. Uh, it's creative. It's fun uh it is weird uh it is musically diverse it 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 didn't feel like homework to me even though they were all like music school nerds uh it didn't feel like work though it did feel you know at least somewhat academic uh but you know i think it it just it is a quality album and there's a lot of cool things to to break apart but i just enjoyed just having it wash over me even 
just like uh just as an experience um so this is this was a dope album um i'm I'm glad i'm glad that i can point to this is one of those bands i can point to and somebody says like nobody makes good music i'm like you're dumb look at this like (laughs) like uh first of all you're dumb on the face on your face value but look here's proof that you're dumb yeah um yeah uh david finally what what would be your conclusion on this album as a whole well, first of all, I want to say I'm glad that you guys are glad. That makes me glad, too. Uh, I will say that this had moments, and I love moments where I can just move back about 10 seconds and listen to a bass line or a drum fill or even just a drum hit where something is really cool going on then it catches my ear. And this album had that Maybe not in spades, but it had it. Uh, I liked this. I didn't love it as much as I expected, but I did like it. There's a lot of good. Uh, But I can understand how this might not be something anyone would want to really sit down and groove with. It can be a bit difficult. It, it, It would be like someone that does a podcast but then they end up doing five different podcasts about five completely different things it's really hard to kind of grasp what they're doing in that regard because there's so many ideas and dynamics being thrown because that's just kind of how the brains of these musicians work you you're capable of doing these things why not try and do them and i love that yeah and, and, and every one of those podcasts talks about wrestling at least a little bit. Yes. So <laughs> that is all three hours and spend at least 30 minutes per episode somehow talking about wrestling. Exactly. Yeah. The, you know, it's the tie that binds all of those disparate podcasts together. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestling. You have no the idea how, how hard I avoid talking about it. Uh, I have a hard time defining bent knee and putting them in a box, but that's kind of what I love about them. Uh, Courtney Swain as a vocalist uh, in her higher range and her more powerful singing is absolutely spectacular. I I love when she's really, really going for it and I want to like them more and I have a feeling that I'm going to love their next album, but this album I just liked it. I would say that it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are our thoughts on bent knees. Uh, you know what you uh, are. You know what they. You know. You know. You, you know what you have with the, and they have, and with what you know what they mean. You know what I mean. Yep. You know Burn. what he means. D- David's the lucid one. Um. Now we get to the main event of the evening. We get to our haiku reviews, where we sum it all up in poetic form. Uh, you know, a little five seven five, a little action like that. A uh, little cultural appropriation, you know, just just you know, nothing major, nothing just, major. Just a little sprinkle. Yeah, just a yes. sprinkle. Just a sprinkle, sprinkle. Um. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Haikumaro numero uno. Uh, let's start with Matt. Matt, what what is your haiku? 
didn't hate the thing, found some lanes in which to groove. We may meet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett, what is your haiku? Complicated beats. Vocals that go up and down. Skilled, but not for me. Mm-hmm. My haiku. This band has the chops and know how to apply them. Had me fixated. Uh, and lastly, David, what is your haiku? Modern rock gumbo. Daring songwriting well played. Good, just short of great. Mm-hmm. Mm, gumbo. Um, now I'm hungry. Uh, have some gumbo tomorrow. Yeah. I wonder if I could get good gumbo around here. Uh, those are our thoughts on bent knees. You know what they, uh, you know what they mean. You know what I mean? You know what they mean. You know what he means. You know what she means. You know what they mean. Uh, uh, you can find this album on our Spotify playlist. Play Record Breakers, The Home Game. Do your due diligence and your dude diligence. Uh, follow along with us at home. On that Spotify playlist will be next week's record, and it's going to be provided by Brett. Brett, what, what, what have you got for us next week? Well, I, I, you know, I, I figured that there, there's a different makeup of the group um these days since we we had a little we we had to to call somebody up from the farm um and uh, i figure that there's there are experiences that i haven't gone back to and revisited in a long time so i i pulled out my friend stanley he's a he's a simple man from the 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 town of oakland um and we're gonna listen to uh, (gasps) his third record called please hammer don't hurt him yeah please (laughs) there you go one Last name Hammer, first name MC. We're, uh, we're gonna we're gonna hear some dance. samples. We're yeah. we're gonna we're gonna hear some 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 dancey groove beats. Exactly, Brett. Uh, I want you to know that that gasp was genuine excitement. Yes. Hey, yeah, I'm. I, we're all the same age. Yes, like we uh, we were there for it. Yes, um, yes, we were. Yes, yes, I was. And I haven't been there part. since. Yes, <laughs> so, so here we go. We, we being used a little loosely. Yeah. Well, the, th- uh, the olds, the, 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 olds. the, the millennials <laughs> in the group. Uh, unfortunately, hey. I still. Oh, I'm barely a millennial. Barely. Just, just on the cusp. Um, yeah. Participation trophy at its worst. <laughs> eh, you're, you're pretty much a millennial. Eh. There pretty you much. go. Eh. I'm like. Here's the trophy that all of us got. All of yeah. us. I, I got a two-year buffer. Yeah. Um, margin of that's fine margin of yes um yes look forward to that but that'll be next week uh, and this is this week and you can of course find us all over the internet uh david is at call me djm matt is at m riddick w uh brett is at hibbity bibbit h-i-b-b-i-t-y-b-i-b-b-a-r-d drew is a uh, well drew is at extra effects i'm like it's so like inherent into you know also, I still think you're going to say that Patrick is at the swagger Pat every is at, time. at the swagger. <laughs> Kaz uh, is at King Kaz. Exactly. Uh, Roberto Villegas anytime, is at 404. <laughs> anytime I need to remember Brett's, uh, Brett's username, I I replay you saying, Brett is at the hibbity-bibbard, H-I-B-B-I-T-Y-B-I-B-B-A-R-D. Like yes. it's your voice that plays when I have to remember his username. Yes, I'm proud. I'm proud. Uh, I'm a PD rave. Uh, PD as in 
Williams, Williams Ravens, and Jimmy. All in one word. Uh, the show is at four record breakers. That's the number four record breakers. Recordbreakerspodcast.com. Recordbreakerspodcast at gmail.com. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube and other places. Uh, check us out everywhere you find podcasts. Uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Um, unless you're a SoundCloud spammer, then I'm just going to block and report you, so don't bother. Um, Ooh, got him. Uh, but yeah, like, share, subscribe, do all the things. Until next time, hasta los huevos. Totally. Rebelli Podcast, baby. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>